leaders who are listening in Antigua and in Dallas. We love you so, so much. And uh, we do this time every week to make sure we're being intentional about pushing us forward in our leadership. Now, I do want to make this really, really clear, okay? Thank you, Hannah, for saying thank you. Uh, But I want to make this very, very clear. Uh, This church does not rise and fall on us. Okay? It rises and falls on Jesus. He is the center. He is the epicenter. He is the focus. That does not mean we shouldn't grow in our leadership. does not mean we should not be the best version of ourselves. We ought to be. You know, that our lives are a living sacrifice. We're saying, God, everything we have belongs to you. But please don't ever shift to believing that we are the ones that make everything happen. We are responding to his grace with every gift and talent and ability that he has given us, and now he keeps pushing his vision forward, okay? So be the best that you can possibly be. I want you to do that, but understand who uh, who this thing is all about. So Maggie, come on up here and share a story with us. you guys so much. Good morning, Antigua. Um, I just wanted to share a story. So when I first started coming to the church three years ago, I had just moved to Dallas and I didn't have any friends. So I would drive home. I'm from an hour away. I would drive home and I would pick up my little sister and I would bring her with me to church on Sundays. And so I wanted to just take a minute to say thank you to all of the leaders in the next generation who serve with the kids because um, when Maddie would first start coming with me, she was 13 and she just got on fire for Jesus um, because she was sitting with our youth and just learning and um, I'm just so thankful for people who told her and helped her understand what salvation meant at such a young age um, when she was 13 because now at 16 I get these crazy phone calls um, from her and she will just be freaking out about we just got this Bible teacher and she's going to let us have a sisterhood at her house or um, we got to last week I got a phone call and she was like yeah I was at this youth conference and I was praying for revival and I was believing it's going to happen and 33 kids stood up and got baptized so I I just wanted to thank you um, for those that are serving back there because yes there's families that are local and the families that are coming in and their parents are sitting in um, the auditorium and their marriage is getting restored but there's also kids that are coming that don't live here and you're equipping disciples that are going into towns that you'll never go to and praying over people you'll never get to meet and just seeing revival happen Um, so I just wanted to thank you guys for serving so well because it's affected my family personally Thank you for sharing that story. Well, today uh, we've got uh, another little leadership talk like we do each and every week. Uh, We launched uh, Bishop Arts Campus. Bishop Arts Oak Cliff Campus. Yeah. You know, I, gotta, I think I gotta get the Oak Cliff in there a little bit more. Uh, so we're so, so excited. It was a great, great time. Thank you for all of your prayers. Yeah. And uh, we'll be meeting, you know, week in and week out. Now yeah. the grind begins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's like, yeah. hey, yeah. new baby. Okay, now sleepless nights. Yeah. So that's how it works. We're gonna be raising this beautiful little baby. It's gonna be absolutely amazing, incredibly excited. Uh, but I'm gonna have Eric Sewing actually come up here and share. Leadership message for today, our campus pastor at Bishop Arts. <laughs> Thank you so much, pastors. You're welcome. We love you. We love you. I will say this: getting to even getting to share on this leadership talk, and we're uh, speaking to our Guatemala campuses and all the campuses that are represented here. I realize that you are only listening to me. 
because our pastors have put me here. And so just realize that influence is given and treat it like that, okay? And the influence that they have has been given to them by Christ, you know, so, but this influence even in this very moment is given to me. So I just want to say, pastors, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Uh, I'm excited about this, okay? There have been a couple of things that have been kind of going through my brain, and um, I want us to pick up, actually, we're going to pick up in the story of David, okay? David and Goliath. This is a pretty well-known story, so 1 Samuel Samuel chapter 17. Um, Here is this just behemoth of a man, Goliath. I mean, like, the details of, like, his armor and his gear is just ridiculous, okay? He is just huge. Shaquille O'Neal was big, okay, but, like, Goliath is huge, okay? And he's standing against the entire army of Israel, and he's just saying all these just crazy, just, it's like blasphemy and cuss words, and he's just letting it go. And he's just saying, challenge me, come on, someone challenge me, challenge me, challenge me. Now, David shows up on the scene, okay? David shows up on the scene because he's essentially, um, so the entire army of Israel is just hanging out because they're afraid of Goliath. And David arrives on the scene. He is like Uber Eats BC, okay? Like, he is coming to bring food to his brothers, okay? He's Uber Eats, okay? He's not even getting paid for this, okay? And he shows up on this scene, and he's like, what's, go- what's going on here? What's, go- what's going on here? What, what, is- what is happening here? Picking up 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to start at verse 29. David says, what have I done now? Because he's asking all these questions like, what's going on? What's going on? And his brothers are just throwing hate on him. Like, why are you asking these questions? What do you want to know? What's, what's happening? He's like, is there not a cause? Then he, turned, then he turned from him towards another and said the same thing. So here, here is David's like, is there not a cause? What, what's going on? Is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? These people answered as the first did saying, oh, yeah, hey, here's, here's um, Goliath. He's standing against the army. He's this. He's that. Okay. And whoever kills Goliath, they get all these awards. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's tax-free living. And they're going to get the king's daughter. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're going to be living the dream. Okay. Living yeah. the dream. And when David heard these words that were spoke, that were reported to Saul, and he sent them to him, verse 32, then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him, speaking of Goliath, your servant will go and fight the Philistine. Uh, there's a couple of different things that I, that I want to bring out to this, okay? David was willing to put skin in the game. Yeah, yeah I like that. He, like, he was putting his life on the line, okay? Like, he, he, was, he was actually not going to hang out with everybody else and just, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my, oh, my. No, David's like, come on, no, no, hold on a second. Saul, don't worry about it. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. He was willing to put skin in the game. This is actually a principle of the kingdom, okay? Jesus was so radical. He went on to say, if you don't lose your life, you will not gain it. The purpose and the calling that God has in your life will only happen if you're willing to put skin in the game. It's not going to happen any other way. It's not going to happen any other way. The second thing that I noticed from this passage is that David was actually lifting the entire environment. Leaders are room lifters. Leaders lift environments. Leaders, if you don't, inv- if you don't see yourself as a leader, then I would say people who are surrendered lift environments. People who are willing to say yes lift environments. There's a different, there was a different level of awareness that David had in this moment. That's right. That's so good. And I want to call all of us higher. Leaders lift environments. So what are we there for? Why are we here? Wow. What was the whole what was the whole army there for? Yeah. Well, let's do that. 
Yeah. Why are we here? Let's do it on Sunday mornings. Hey, we are here to remember the one and seek and save the lost. I totally want you to hang out with your friends and I totally want you to get coffee, okay? But on Sunday mornings, we are here to seek and save the lost. Matter of fact, you don't even have to seek them. They're coming to us on Sunday mornings. That when we're in a room like this, why are we here? We're here to yeah. grow. Yeah. Whenever you're in your board meetings, why are you there? You're there to push things yeah. forward. Don't, yeah. don't show up and just be grumbly. Yeah. Don't show up and be someone that actually is difficult to yeah. lead, but instead leaders lift environments. Here we see David. He was not king. He was Uber Eats. But he lifted the entire nation. Do not discount the season that you're in. Do not discount. Don't think a position will make you a leader. Leaders lift environments. Why are we here? Let's do it. Heart and soul. The last thing here, the last thing here, verse verse 32. So good, Eric. He says, your servant will go and fight this Philistine. Yeah, amen. David was ready to slay the game. Yeah. And it wasn't about him. He had a mark of humility. I think it was this mark of humility that actually allowed him to be king. I think it was this mark of humility that caused him to write, I don't know how many Psalms, but a lot of them. You know, like it was this mark of humility. And I would I would go on to say that this mark of humility is actually a mark of this house. Shoreline City carries a mark of humility with it. And you see this from our pastors. Humility doesn't mean dumbing yourself down. Right? Humility actually means standing exactly with what God has and what he is saying in your life and about you. That's a a mark of this house. Just as Pastor Earl was sharing just a couple minutes ago. Hey, it's not not about us. It's not about, he didn't say it exactly like that, but essentially he was saying, hey, this begins with Jesus. It starts with Jesus. It ends with Jesus. This is Jesus focused. Jesus centered. So yes, stand up, kill the game, slay the giants, take terror, kick butt, take names. I mean, lift environments, change nations, but do it in humility. Realizing that your confidence and your confidence is actually not based in yourself. But instead, it's based in the glorious resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm excited for 2019. I think there are things ahead that we can't even comprehend. But we have to take territory. We have to lead in humility. We have to lift environments. Come on, we have to stand strong in everything God has called us to be. That was awesome. So proud of you. So proud of you.